You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to 3 and Out with Jason and Kevin. I'm Jason. That's Kevin. We are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation, Cincinnati Bengals website. Sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. We are on the Orange and Black Insider, both on YouTube and then wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple or whatever the other ones are. I don't, I don't know. There's, a, there's hundreds of them. Uh, so subscribe, like. Again, Orange and Black Insider. Subscribe, like, whatever you got to do. Hit the like button. There's a lot. There's us. There's a lot of great shows. There's OBI. There's OBI. There's Chalk Talk. There's talking, bang, talking. Uh, sorry, talking football with Bengal Jim and friends. A lot of great stuff. Check it all out. It's Thursday after week one. We have to talk about it. We're not going to spend the whole time around it. Obviously, we have to talk about week two, and I think that we've kind of beat the uh, the the dead horse badly. It's dead again. That's it that's was a zombie term. horse. That, that, that's the way that very common expression is said. We yeah. have beat the dead horse badly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's very much. It's beyond dead. It's pulp now. It's a liquid. All right, Kevin. The Cleveland Browns embarrassed the Cincinnati Bengals in Week One yep. in Cleveland, twenty-four to three. You know, watching it, um, watching it was terrible. It looked like a preseason game, a bad preseason game for the offense. Defense looked good. Defense did yeah, look good. good. But when the offense goes on seven straight three and outs, uh, defense gets worn down. That's there, there really is no defense in the NFL that can handle being on the field just that long, the whole game just over yeah. and over and over and over again. The Cleveland Browns had the ball 10 more minutes than the, than the Bengals did, which is a lot. That's a lot in football. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, they got worn down. But, but I liked what I saw from the defense. There's even a few things on offense that I liked that I saw. But uh, Kevin Mixon and the O line was okay, depending on yes. who you talked to. Yep, yep. But also, I mean, they didn't play in the first. It was better than the offensive line was week one last year. Absolutely, for sure. So, all right. Uh, share, um, share, share your thoughts. You've got most of them. I did want to apologize to the audience uh, because when we made our podcast in the off season, yeah, I did not realize it would be a prophecy. That three and out, talking about the Cincinnati Bengals, would become basically the entire first game of the season. I feel like it was a jinx. We just thought it was a catchy name. I do want to apologize. Uh, beyond that, 
I still don't respect the Browns. They could win the Super Bowl for the next 10 years. They're an awful, awful franchise worthy of nothing but derision. The Browns, the city, all of it. Okay. I want to go back to, to what you said about naming the, the show. Do you know what, yeah. what we can call that? The yeah. <laughs> three and out effect. It strikes again. Uh, yeah. And if we're, if we're um, going to claim the good ones, we got to take the bad ones too, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you can't take all the good ones and not the bad ones. Um, So let's talk about defense first. I think that that is a good place to start because that's where – the good thing, most of the good things that happened. Uh, I want to say Trey Hendrickson had a really good game. He was in the backfield a lot. He had constantly. a sack, but he was yep. constantly in the backfield. He was getting around the edge uh, quickly. Now, PFF said that he had bad run defense scores, but that's kind of Trey. That's who, that's who Trey that's Hendrickson what, is. He's a yeah. pass rusher. He's a, he's a, he's he's a pass rushing defensive end. Yes. He's there. You're you're okay with him whiffing on some tackles when it comes to the run game if he can do what he does in the pass game. That's that's what he's yep. there for. Um, so they held Nick Chubb pretty well. I, he's Nick Chubb. He's going to get his. But they he did a pretty decent yards, job. Man. Oh, I know that they, they did a pretty decent job for a while, and then they just back on the field, back on the field, yeah. back on the field, back on the field, and there you just get worn down. I mean, yeah. The, the Cleveland offensive line is good. Okay. Right. Nick Chubb is – is he the best running back in the NFL? Is he top top in, three? In my, top three in, for sure. In my opinion, he's the best pure running back in the NFL. Yeah. So, you know, they got, they got him. Uh, he got going eventually because that's what's bound to happen. Neither team could move the ball through the air very well. Uh, it was raining so bad. Zach Taylor, Bengals coach Zach Taylor, said it was the worst rain game he's seen in like 10 years coaching in the NFL. Which was weird because if you saw Burrow's press conference, he said it wasn't that hard of raining. It was misting. And he made the argument that misting is worse because it kind of sticks to the ball as opposed to being a constant stream. That was Burrow's argument. I don't know anything yeah. about this. But it's just weird that they both, I guess, experienced yeah. the rain differently. That's it. Yeah. So I, uh, what I do know is this. We're going to stick with the defense first again. So uh, I was happy with what I saw in the secondary for the most part, you know. Yeah. Um, Nick Scott Dax, looked good. Dax Hill looked yep. good. Dax Hill got his first interception of his of his young career on the same day that his predecessor in Atlanta got two interceptions, which was good for Jesse Bates. Good for him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Dax Hill got an interception. Uh, the pass rush was alive. You know, they, they did pretty well. Um, the defensive backs did pretty well. Linebackers to prove the defense overall played well until they got worn down and they just couldn't be asked to stop yep. a top three running back over and over and over again with no breaks, no rest. You know what I mean? Just the offense has to do their part. Um, so switching to the offense, nothing worked. Um, but basically, you know, Joe Burrow kind of fell on the sword for this one. And and after going back and, and watching it again. so. Rightfully so. Joe Burrow had a really bad game, uh, which is not something we're accustomed to. You know, we're just not used to seeing that. He had four interceptions in week one last year, but or was that week two? Either way, he had four. No, it was week one, I think. It was. He had, he had four interceptions, but they almost came back and won that game. You know, uh, this game was lost from the word go. Yeah. Yeah. It just took um, a while for us to realize it. But yeah. Yeah. 
the so, comforting thing, and I think we'll get into this with uh, Raven's thing, is I believe wholeheartedly that is the worst football game we will ever see out of Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I mean, and I know that's like true of maybe a lot of quarterbacks, but this is just my point is this is never going to happen again. No. This was historically bad. I mean, yes, I mean you know, 14 of 31 for 82 yards. That's it. QBR 52.2. Um, I was surprised it was that high when I saw it. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson didn't play much better. Uh, no, but he, we don't. Yeah, his QBR was actually lower. Better. No. But it was painfully obvious that Joe Burrow had a hard time holding on to the ball for a couple of reasons. One, it was wet. And two, I think he may have hurt his thumb at some point in the game. He was flexing his thumb. There's a lot of talk about it. No one's ever confirmed it. I mean, I, I just don't know. He he was asked in the press conference. He said he did not. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. I saw the same motions. I saw the glove. Come on, go off. Right. Um, but he said he didn't. I also don't think Burrow would tell you. So, you know. Yeah, I don't think so either. But, uh, you know, he couldn't hold on to the ball. He couldn't get any really clean releases with the ball, just good throws. Uh, the offensive line did okay. Um, they did better for the first game this year without playing in the preseason than they did last year. Burrow only got sacked twice. One of them was credited to an offensive lineman. The other one, I think, was Travion Williams. Um, Miles Garrett is a future Hall of Famer. And just they did a good job of moving him around. We talked last week that we were expecting Miles Garrett versus Orlando Brown Jr. all day long. And yeah, we didn't really get it. Yeah, there there was some of that, but Orlando Brown Jr. held up, you know. Uh, but then Miles Garrett went over center and just, you know, I don't think I don't know if the Bengals weren't prepared for that. I, I just don't know. He went to the right side. He was lined up all over the place. He was moving around like crazy, and it was super super effective. You know, super effective. Um, but even when Burrow had time, he kind of looked panicky. You know, or he bailed. Yeah. Even when he bailed, when he got out of the pocket, he wasn't looking downfield. He's just trying to look to dink and dunk. It just didn't look like Burrow. It looked like a rookie. It looked like a bad rookie. You know, I think it's just this is what Burrow is, and we need to accept it. He needs snaps. He needs yep. time to get back into rhythm. Yep. It feels like he's the type of player that that wouldn't be true of. Right. You know what I mean? As Cincinnati fans, we want to say, no, he's perfect. Joe Burrow is perfect. Everything about him. He has the fastest processor. He has the most natural yep. feel for the game, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, at this point, we can't deny it. He needs time to get that rhythm. Right. He needs time to get back into the game. And yep. so far, it's been in the regular season. So it is what yeah, it is. I fully expect him to bounce back. Um, yep. Well, yeah. that game sucked and Burrow sucked. Yeah. And yeah, he did. It was really, really, really hard to watch. Yep. Now, what didn't suck. Uh, was Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon. Played no, really Joe well. Mixon looked good. Um, Joe Mixon, as a runner, looked younger than he did last year. He looked. He was hitting the holes hard. He was breaking tackles. Uh, Jason, he looked listen, really say that good. again. Joe Mixon was breaking tackles. I'm not trying yeah, to like. I know. I'm being honest. Like I know. Yeah. Like giving him. That's like, not something he here. did last year. That is not something he right. did last year. It was. I can't think of any, but I'm sure he had to have broke some tackles. Last year, but yeah. you know what I mean. He looked great, my dude. He, he looked really, really good. He yep. looked like his contract is suddenly a bargain. Yeah, and it was a uh, 
but what was frustrating about that is the the Zach Taylor and the and Brian Callahan making the decision yeah. that like uh, well you know what's working is the run game and Joe Mixon and what's not working is the passing game and Joe Burrow but we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and I you know I get eventually that you get to the point where you can't really run the ball anymore because the clock's not your friend and you're down by a lot and you have to start throwing um, which is usually you know good for the Bengals because that's what their strength is. But, like, in the beginning of the game, it was pretty obvious that Joe Mixon was ready to go. You know, the, the holes were opening. He was hitting them hard. Just give him the ball. Give him, yeah. I, Here, here's my theory on that. Here's my theory on this. Uh, it's pretty cut and dry. It's very basic. Uh, yeah. Zach Taylor was coaching for the fans. He wasn't coaching for the team or for the win. Zach Taylor had – I actually am a big Zach Taylor supporter, but he has been giving, giving crap, giving shit in the past for taking the ball out of Burrow's hands in game-winning yeah. situations. It's happened multiple times, and he stopped doing it. I think he made the opposite, the wrong choice the opposite way because he made the wrong choice so many times before. He would take the ball out of Burrow's hands. They would lose the game. This happened a few different times before he finally broke himself of that habit of coaching scared. And this time he kept just doubling down on it. No, Burrow's going to win this for right. us. Burrow's going to win this for us. And do you know what? I'm not overly mad about it. Like, he should feel that way. But he should also be aware of the way the game's going and the way Mixon's playing and everything else. But if too, if he is leaning too hard into, like, Joe Burrow can save this game, that's going to be a good instinct nine times out of ten. You know what yeah. I mean? Um I wish this time he didn't have that instinct. I wish he'd give it the ball to Mixon. Uh, but I'm not I'm not mad about it. Like I get yeah. it. I get where your head was at. Because I think even watching at home till the very, very end, uh, probably about the fourth quarter, I kept thinking, like, he's gonna get it together, man. Like he's yeah. gonna get it together. Like we we know this about Burrow. Like when the heat's on, he's gonna make the throw. And it never yeah, but. just didn't happen. You know, they eventually pulled him. I think that there were some people who had this conception of like, oh my gosh, Burrow got benched. No, he didn't get benched. He Why got pulled in a game that didn't the matter. Yeah. yeah, there's there's no there's no reason to risk injury. Like there's no question about who's gonna start week two. Like there was never a question at all. So all right. I don't really think there's much to say anymore no. about the Cleveland game. I think this is a one off. I think by the end of the season we'll kind of forget about how the season began. The same thing happened last year. They went 0 2, and then they, like, I think they were 5 and 4 and went on a 10 game tear. That can't be right because that's 19 games. No, yeah, they played 19 games. They, yeah. uh, they're the only team. Yeah, they're the only team. They played 19 games. Yeah, no, they, they went to the went XFL on, uh, for those two games. That's remember? right. That's right. That's that right. was weird. They just, they said it wanted the reps. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Whatever, man. Or 4 and 3 and then 1 10 or something like that. I don't know. So, yeah, I'm expecting the same. I'm expecting to see a better team. Sunday. So, all right, uh, we'll yep. go to commercial break. We'll come back and we're going to talk about the Ravens game. Eastgate Smiles Dental Care is a warm and welcoming environment where expertise and customer service come together. As a local business, they love helping their fellow Cincinnatians manage their oral health and achieve a perfect smile. They pair the latest technology with years of experience to give you a smile worth showing off. They are dedicated to quality and convenience and can even perform dental crown procedures the same day in most cases. You like your smile, but they are here to help you love it. They personalize your care and match your needs. Call them today at 513-528-1150 to learn what they can do for your pearly whites. 
All right, Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time, the Cincinnati Bengals play host to the Baltimore Ravens for the first game at Paycor Stadium of the 2023 season. It's the Bengals' home opener. They are 0-1. The Ravens are 1-0, having beat the Texans 25-9 in week one at home. Uh, this is a big game. And I know it's it not, is, it's not, I can't hit, sit here. Every game in the NFL is a must win because it's 17. Yeah, but division games, games, and especially with the bad Division start. games, right. But if, if they lose this game, is the season over? No. So, in the sense that it's a must win, that, that they'll miss the playoffs if they lose, no, that's not the case. But, but they started 0 2 last year and that cost them the number one overall seed. They don't want to start 0 2 in 2023 because this is the last year, probably. Of reader, yeah, might be the last year of Higgins. You know, might, it is the last year of Boyd. I expect it will not be the last year of Higgins unless we trade him away. Would be the last year of Boyd, though. Right, uh, right, and I'm assuming you're thinking the about tag. the franchise tag, right? Yeah. Right. So, but uh, this is the last season for Awuzie. Probably, it's, it's this is it for a lot of guys. You know, this is the opportunity right here. They know it. They don't want to start zero and two, and especially start zero and two in the division. So in you know not a must win you you're, you won't miss the playoffs if you lose, but you might miss out on number one seed, which is a big deal. We've seen it's a big deal. So it is, but um, I'm not worried because they're not going to lose. Okay, all right. Well, we'll get to the prediction part at the end. But um, I will say this: we mentioned. I know that you mentioned before the season started when we were doing the whole, we're going to go through the schedule with Anthony Casenza and we're going to pick every game you picked at that time. You picked the Bengals to lose this game because you said we're opening on the road against the Browns and they're opening at home against the Texans, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. And they're, they're going to be able to, to prepare for us more. However, last week, the Ravens won. That is true, but they lost big time, man. Marlon Humphrey, starting cornerback, yes. he did not practice today with a foot injury. Tyler Lindenbaum, starting center, did not practice with an ankle injury. Ronnie Stanley, starting left tackle, did not practice knee injury. Marcus Williams, free starting free safety, pectoral injury, did not practice. I don't know if any of those guys are going to play. I, I don't remember. I know that a couple of them are, are going to be out. You know what I mean? It's, it's yep. not Thursday yet. We'll get much more of a sense. Right now we're recording this on Wednesday. You're watching it on Thursday. But the Ravens got – banged up terribly in week one against and I a couple of those guys are coming out for the year I'm pretty sure yeah Dobbins. so yeah yeah so it was it yeah, was bad job. yeah that's right that's right sorry it was really bad I don't know which of those guys will be available uh as for the Bengals you know uh Cameron sample was on cam sample was on uh did not practice with an ankle thing that you know we haven't yeah, heard about Osai's everybody's trending up Osai, Osai, Osai back. came back yep he came back limited practice. Joe Burrow full practice. You know, so the health wise, the Bengals have the advantage. They're both motivated. You know what I mean? But the Bengals came in with this is our time and just got embarrassed. And it makes me think stop me if you remember this. Uh, I think this was in 2016, the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Or no, this is tw this is not 2016. It's like 20, maybe 2018, something like that. 2017. Either way, Kansas City Chiefs in Patrick Mahomes' 
kind of breakout game, just embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed the the uh, New England Patriots when they still had Tom Brady, right? And all Bill Belichick would say after it was like four, it was like forty-four to fourteen. He just said, yeah, "We're on to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati." I knew, I knew, watching that Patriots Kansas City game, I knew we're in trouble next week because the Patriots are a giant that just got woken up and they're going to stomp all over Cincinnati. And that's exactly what happened. It yep. was like a, Hey, this is not happening again. We're getting it together. And that's exactly what they did. They stomped all over Cincinnati. So I'm hoping that the Browns have awoken this sleeping giant that stomps all over Baltimore. That's what I'm hoping. I'm that, uh, The offense only looked bad for one reason, Jason. It looked bad because Joe Burrow looked really, really bad. He looked really, really bad. Now, the entire, to me, the entire Ravens game hinges on just this question. Yep. Does Joe Burrow play bad again? Is this a trend? Is it going to take a couple weeks to get out of this funk? I'm not saying forever, but it could take a few weeks. Or is Joe Burrow embarrassed? He's upset. And he is angry. And he is going to come out and light this team up. I fully believe it is the second one. This Joe Burrow is, he's embarrassed by his performance and he should be, but he's the kind of guy who takes that and he turns it into fuel and he's going to burn down the next team he sees. I believe this, we are going to destroy the Ravens and it is, that's not good. It is, it makes the game easier that there's all those injuries. I'm not going to say it doesn't. It'll make this a really nice get right game. Um, Yeah. I don't think the injuries one way or the other would prevent the Bengals from destroying the Ravens in this game. I really, really don't. I know what my prediction said. I am taking it back. You do not, your team like the Bengals does not get beaten that badly by a division rival and not come out swinging for the fences on the next game. I agree. This is the kind of game that you find. It's a gut check game. It's, hey, you got punched in the gut and you went down. And now you're either going to get up and fight or you're just going to keep staying down. This is a gut check game. The Bengals are better on both sides of the ball than the Ravens. Yep. Okay, this is a gut check game. Now, Lamar Jackson is a nightmare to deal with. He absolutely is. All right? But I I, and the Bengals have experience with him. I I fully expect the Bengals to – We know how to to spy a QB. Like, we've done it over and over and over again. So, you got any matchups that you're looking at? Um, I'm. This is boring. I mean, no. I'm looking at the line. I'm looking at the O line. Um, I'm going to be looking at the O line. Probably one more game after this, depending on how this game goes. It last game doesn't count. It just doesn't count. It's one of those. It's the exact same. It's the exact same effect of everybody going on about how Jackson Carmen looks so good in the Bill Snow game. When conditions get weird enough, whether that's the team you're playing with Miles Garrett and everybody just destroying us, just an incredible pass rush, plus the weather, I was able to make no real conclusions about the O-line. I thought they looked good for the situation, but for the situation isn't what I want. I want to look at the O-line. I want to see how they deal with everything. I want to see how long Burrow has in the pocket. That's what I want. Okay. So I, I think there's some interesting things that could happen on defense that I'm kind of excited about. You got Mark Andrews, one of the best tight ends in the NFL, and we've lost our tight end secondary guy, you know? Yeah. Uh he's down in Atlanta, I think, right? Trey Flowers is in Atlanta. Either way. But 
that opens up a lot of doors possibly for Tyson Anderson, maybe yeah. for Dax Hill to move around and put Tyson, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So I'm kind of excited for that. I'm excited to see how they spy Lamar. Are they going to use one of those athletic safeties, you know, to kind of stick back behind, you know what I mean? Play Michael sure. linebacker like a spy. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that. I, I like you, I'm looking at the line. Um, mostly I'm watching Burrow. I'm watching Burrow and I'm watching Higgins. You know what I mean? I want to see those two guys get on the same page again. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about this game. I'm not nervous coming out of the Browns game. I'm not like, oh, my gosh, hope we don't lose again. I'm excited. I am excited about this because I, I, I do agree with you. I think they're going to pull it together. Um, I also want to see how Irv Smith does. Yeah, we, Man, we just got we got nothing yeah, out of him, and that's again not his fault. We got nothing out of anybody. Burrow threw for under 100 yards. Right. You're not going to have much tape on any pass catchers. But right. I was excited for Irv Smith, not yeah. like over the moon, but I thought the, I thought he has a lot of potential. I thought he could be really good on this team. Totally, uh, I still got nothing. I still got nothing to base those opinions on. I want to see yeah. it. Totally agree. I'm excited to see that. I want to see him move downfield and not just be a safety outlet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they needed him to be that guy against in Cleveland. But I'm excited to see him stretch the field a little bit. Um, we also need to bring up Joe Mixon because I do think that that's what I was say, game, that's, the last game could have been an outlier. I don't think it yeah. was the way he was running, yeah. but I want to see him do it again. That's what I was going to say is one of the keys of the game, I think, is run the damn ball. Yeah. Run it. If Joe Burrow's not 100%, let him lean on the run game a little bit. You know what I mean? Play action does So let me say this. The Browns did not respect the run game at all. I watched yeah. a Joe Goodberry breakdown, okay? where it showed Zadarius Smith, who was supposed to, you know, it's a play-action pass. He's supposed to kind of check in to the, to the running back before. He didn't do anything. He was coming straight at Burrow, and if it was a handoff, he was just going to miss. And I think that they were coached that way, is mm-hmm. don't respect the run. Make them respect the run. Force it. Yeah. Just jam it down their throats. If they're going to play the pass, run the ball. Let Joe Mixon eat. And then, and if Burrow's healthy, then whatever. But if he's not completely, if he's not ready yet, he doesn't have his timing down, let Joe Mixon run, and then that'll get you set up. You know what I mean? Make them respect the run, and then you can start throwing the ball. Yep. That's that's my thought. That's my key of the game. So, hey, you want to do some predictions again? Yeah, we can do predictions. Okay. First score of the game, Kevin. Who's it going to be? Jamar Chase. Okay. Jamar Chase. First score the, of the, the game. New, the new Raven killer, Jamar Chase. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm confident. I'm, I okay. actually put fourteen dollars of free money on Fanduel. I had like some there fan you go. cash. I put fourteen. Fanduel. Fanduel. If you're listening, eighty-five dollars. Yeah. Hey, Fanduel. Hey, if you're listening, hey. Oh, actually, hey. really, for the listeners, free plug. Go ahead. No, for the listeners, this really is a good one. Uh, Fanatic Sportsbook. Uh, greatest deal ever. If you're looking for New Jersey, go on there. They have a deal. Fifty bucks. Place fifty bucks on any bet. Once it clears, once the bet's done, you get a hundred and fifty dollar voucher for any jersey, and you go directly to the pro shop and use it. Uh, you want a free, you want a jersey for fifty bucks, and maybe win a bet. Maybe, maybe you make money. Worst case scenario, you have a hundred and fifty dollar jersey for fifty bucks. That's right. Do it. It's great. It's a good right. deal. All right. Um, so that's your first score. Um, who's the MVP of the game? Um, let's go Joe Burrow just for the comeback of it, right? Okay. And what's the final score? Let's go. Thirty-one twenty. All right. 
All right. So last week I went way over the top and said Cam Taylor Britt interception for a pick six. No, it's not doing that. So first score, I'm going to say, is going to be Mark Andrews. Okay, it's going to be first touchdown. MVP of the game, I'm going to say that they listen to us. Joe Mixon. Go okay. off. If he, do, if, he, if he does it twice, he might be. Yep. Final, I'm going to say Bengals 24, Ravens 10. Oh. Yeah. You're, I mean, that's, that's there's a that's lot of injuries, the man. There's a there's they might they might lose their their they've lost their starting running back. They might lose their center, yep. might lose their left tackle. I mean, it's a mess. That's bad. It is. I so. mean, look, I uh the Ravens, some, I really, I semi-hope they don't, but they have to do something with that conditioning staff over at the Ravens, right? Like, this isn't a, yeah. this isn't just bad luck anymore. Like, I don't know who's responsible for it, but I've heard a bunch of stuff about the coaching over there, strength conditioning, that whole area. They got to get this fixed. The, yeah. the amount of injuries that team faces is not normal. It absolutely is not. And it's not just bad luck at this point. It is a consistent narrative with that team. It has been lately. It but, has been for but sure. But fix it after we win the Super Bowl. After yeah, fix it next year. Fix it in twenty forty two. There you go. Yeah, fix it then. All right. So you heard it here. We both think the Bengals are going to have a, a a bounce back game. I think they will. I think they'll be okay. All right. Once again, I'm going to go through my whole spiel. We're on the Orange and Black Insider on YouTube. Anywhere you can get podcasts, hit the like button. Follow. It's not just us. It's OBI. It's Chalk Talk. It's Talking Football with Bengal Jim and Friends. There's a lot of great stuff on there. There's content that comes out almost every day. Um, we are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation, Cincinnati Bengals site. There's great stuff there, too. Multiple multiple articles a day. I think, honestly, I think it's the best Bengals site. There it is. I really do. Um, and It was my go-to Bengals site before I became a part of it. Go. So there you there go. You go. There you go. And then uh, we are sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Give them, give them a call if you're, uh, you know, teeth hurt or whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you very much again. We'll be back next week. Who day? Who day? Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. 
Questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Prop G Pod wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.